Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Married People Podcast, where we want to make marriage real, fun, and simple. This week, we're asking the question, why does Ikea, we're shopping together, really, make us fight? I think it's more about strictly Ikea. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm CJ, and as always, I'm thrilled to be sitting here with our formerly newlywed, Afton. Hello. And we're also... I want to clear that. Why is she formerly newlywed now? Because I'm almost at three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very mature in our our marriage now. You Actually, you might want to go ahead and change that to expert. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Our newly expert... I know I, I need to tweak those words person. a little bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll work on that over the next coming episodes. But we're Thank also you. sitting here with Ted Lowe, our marriage guru here at the table. Guru. Yeah. Sure don't I'm you love that word? I'm not it's sure. Great. We I'm do. Not sure. uh, we like it. So Ikea. Why does Ikea always seem to make us fight is really what we're talking about today. And more specifically, it's just shopping together sometimes. Like surely all of us have experienced the Ikea syndrome, right? Right, Afton? The Ikea thing is like a real thing. Yeah. Well, what is Ikea for those those that don't even know what that is? Because it's not, it's not a car. Well, CJ, since we're sponsored by Ikea on this episode, <laughs> Ikea is a wonderful shopping establishment. <laughs> okay. No, after we're done, they're not going to want to be our sponsors. <laughs> I love Ikea. <laughs> Ikea is You're- basically a giant warehouse, usually two-story, except the one in Jacksonville, Florida, not two-story. But the one in Atlanta, Georgia, two-story. Okay. Beautiful. You walk in, you go upstairs, that's where the showrooms are. You walk through, they've created all these rooms it's a that furniture store. can look like what your house could look like if you bought their stuff, which I do. And you walk through, you see couches, you see desks. You see chairs, you see home goods, you see kitchen cabinets, you see utensils that you didn't know existed that you need. One thing I bought from Ikea, milk frother. And guess how much, how, guess how much dollars it was? How much One. <laughs> One dollar for a milk frother. All you have to do is put milk in a mug, microwave it, stick the device into the milk, turn it on, your milk is frothed for One dollar. It is wow. cheap. IKEA is also known for their their cheap products. Their cheap, prices. but beautifully designed because they're Swedish, which is why if you go there, you can also get Swedish meatballs for three dollars. Have you ever actually so eaten good. those Swedish meatballs? Have I ever, CJ? Yes, my college <laughs> was ten minutes away from an IKEA. I went to college in Orlando, Florida. There, also an IKEA, two stories, and. Went there for lunch all the time because it was so cheap and the food was so good because it's Swedish. <laughs> so here's the thing about okay. IKEA that I love. So right, organized. You just, uh, Ted, I'm going to go away for a few you minutes. Can. You just let me know when you you're may. done. You may. This this is my time to shine. <laughs> As an Enneagram one, which CJ, I would like to hear how you feel about okay. IKEA because uh-huh. if you don't agree with me. You're kicked out of the Enneagram One Club. <laughs> okay. As an Enneagram One, which is the perfectionist, someone that loves organization, loves order, loves structure, IKEA, I walk through the doors, I have so much joy. So much joy. Organizers, everything's organized, yeah. affordable, easy to purchase. Everything fits together perfectly. Everything looks so beautiful. Everything is so organized. It's simple, it's clean. I love everything about it. I, I, I do agree. That's what to IKEA that. is. I agree with that to an extent. I think, though, the thing that bothers me or bugs me is it's very overwhelming. So for 
for a one, I feel like there's just it's too, there's too much. Like, maybe see, for people with for smaller instance, brains, that might be. <laughs> for instance, I saw your Insta story about the container store, and yes, oh, that's a great store for ones. Store. But IKEA is just it's there's that a is lot the problem out. most husbands have with IKEA. What that it's overwhelming. Well, well, it, it, well what's only, your experience been? Ted? Well, it's the only store in the world where they trap you. They'll even keep your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <gasps> free daycare. You've got to go through the journey, which is always weird yeah. for me to go. I'm you gonna... can't walk in and walk out of that store. And so oh, what, no. why is that? Well, you walk in on It's an floor experience. One. It's like going to Disney World. It's not supposed <laughs> to be a 10-minute trip. This is very true. This is very true. But you go in on level one, go up to level two, and it takes you through a journey of all these different perfect worlds. Oh, and so then you beautiful. land from one to two back into the purchasing spot. So yeah. it is... And the warehouse. Like, if you want a lamp, forget about it. Like, you you can have one, but you're going to spend two hours in there, right? Yeah. And so... You're going to waste some of your life. You're going to waste some of your life. Yes. And I think there's so many dynamics about IKEA. In fact, when we were thinking about this episode, I could not believe the amount of time and research and thought that counselors have put into this whole dynamic of uh, IKEA and how it really does it's make... IKEA. What am I saying? I feel like you're kind of saying IKEA. Like, like, like a Pokemon uh, like power a, up or something? Like a Kia, like a car Kia. Oh, IKEA. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not like, oh, I have, what kind of car you drive? A Kia. Like it's a. Uh, oh, the Alabama it's, thing's it's biting Ikea. me in the butt right now. Okay, Ikea. Am I it right now? Yeah, now we're just saying Ikea. it so much that anyway, it's losing carry its meaning. On, Ted, just, we probably need to keep this going anyway. Ikea. Oh, well, uh, I'm not yeah, Swedish Ikea. like you, there Afton, there you so go. that's the problem. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's lots to be said about what's happening in Ikea. Close, uh, close, close uh, yeah, sure. Okay. What uh, did they say? What's that? What did they say? Like, why do people care about it so much? Well, one psychologist says that Ikea... Nice. Uh, uh, there you go. There you go. ...is a map of a relationship nightmare. Uh, <laughs> Amy Poehler called... Uh, Amy Poehler once joked that IKEA is Swedish for argument. Mm. One therapist mentioned IKEA-related arguments so frequently uh, <laughs> that she began to make research trips to the store, and she found that the whole thing's with big triggers. There's triggers everywhere. You know, bedding is sex, kitchen good is chores, children's gears are you know, do we have kids? When do we do parenting? All these different things. You're saying all these environments trigger those it's, those it's conversations. One everything. I mean, you think about the dynamic of. Uh, of going to Ikea. And one thing that we have not said is, despite the fact that it's affordable and it's beautiful design, and it is, you take it home and you have to put it together. You do have to put it together. And the instructions yourself. don't have any words. They have pictures. Only pictures, yes. And it's and so many times they don't give you all the right parts. In fact, they have this <laughs> whole section at the bottom that says, take what you need. I know, for free. <laughs> for free. Instead of like, let's fix the problem. Yeah. Or let's put it in English. Right. Now we'll keep drawing pictures and They're let like, people yeah, figure it out. Go find the screw you need. Here's 25 <laughs> that we offer. Just take a couple. Just take what we know you want to hurt us. So just take whatever of this that, that you <laughs> want. Uh, one of, a couple of fights where you know, people start fighting over what's the decision. You know, do we want this color mm -hmm. or this this color? It says so much about what you choose. That mm. is true. So, like, when I'm walking through Ikea with Hudson, it's like, well, do we want a round table or a square table, like a, a rectangle table? Well, you can't fit as many people at maybe the, the round table. You can only get so many chairs around. And now you're having an argument about, 
are we people that entertain? And is that the purpose totally. of our house or not? Mm, totally. That's really what happens there. That's exactly so what happens How there. often do you go to Ikea? Um, I don't know, like every three months. Probably. Okay. So it's like a quarterly event for you. And Does I Hudson go with you? Uh, I do try to drag him there. He he is like you. He doesn't. He feels very overwhelmed by all of it. And so what? So Ted just mentioned some of the the triggers or you know the things that can come up. So is that what you have experienced, or or in what yes. ways has IKEA? IKEA just... impacts us right, because yeah, yeah. that's what I'm getting at. I kind of feel like, again, maybe this is because I'm in a Neogram one, but when I go into IKEA, I go in for a purpose. I'm like, we need a new dining room table, or mm. we need a, a chair that goes here, and we only need it to last for four months because it'll disintegrate. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true, and IKEA is not going to sponsor us with that kind of attitude, CJ. <laughs> I'm just saying you're, you'll Quality probably never materials. hand down that, that yeah. kitchen table. You go in for a kitchen table and then you see the whole dining room and you're like, but should we also get a cabinet? And like, cause that's going to store all of our stuff and we really would need that. And then you go in there and what you went in for, you actually come out with an entire, I want to walk out with an entirely new house because right. I could upgrade everything and I can see a need for everything in there. So I feel like mm. my issue and probably my issue, apart from Ikea and just shopping in general, is that I buy in 100% to like every marketing ploy. It's mm. like, wouldn't you like to have your fruit arranged on this beautiful hanging wire basket? I'm like, I would. I do need that. I need it to hang from the ceiling. The one I have sits on a counter like an idiot. Right. I need one that hangs from the ceiling. Right. Right. Every yeah. marketing ploy, I'm 100% in. Well, and it's... Funny that you say that because one counselor's talking about, she said when couples are navigating the store, they're seeing those perfect kitchens and there's perfect bedrooms and it leads to this introspective thoughts about their own home and how they live and how they don't measure up to these perfectly staged rooms. Mm. And so you walk by and you see these things, you're like, oh, if we had that, yes. that yeah. would make everything better. Well, it's, it's not only a place where, and again, we're talking about Ikea, but this could apply in a variety of shopping situations. Mm-hmm. You know, Ikea is unique. It could, it but Ikea is set up for destruction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You walk through Ikea and they're like, walk into this kitchen. You yourself walk in here. Mm-hmm. You're in a kitchen that could be yours. So my question for CJ is, Afton says, hey, I I get bought into the whole thing. Every market mm-hmm. employee is working. Uh, mm-hmm. Work told me, what about you? Like, do you see those things and you go, nobody lives like this? Or do you see them and go, oh, I'd love to live like that? Uh, I mean, I think it, I think it depends, you know, it depends on, you know, I, I don't walk through and, you know, I, I assume that Afton is, you know, there's some hyperbole in your, you want the whole new house everywhere, you know, that kind of thing. It depends sure, on the, yeah, the hyperbole, yes, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. but like if I'm looking for office stuff, yeah, that's, you know, you walk into the office section or something and yeah, like everything looks great and perfect. And, and what I was going to say earlier is that I think one of the things that makes Ikea stressful which could translate to other shopping environments, but I do get Ikea is a different level, is that it's just like Terry and I's ideas and opinions are, you know, are clashing, you know, to an extent. And then our ideas and opinions are also clashing with the standard that mm. Ikea is putting out there. So you almost get it from two levels. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, Terry and I are wrestling and then we're wrestling with, like you said, the ideal, you know, office scenario or the ideal kitchen scenario that Ikea has put together that you're living through, which is different mm-hmm. from a typical shopping experience, which is like, here's a basket. Do you want to buy it or not? It's a, 
it's a, here's a basket in the perfect environment, and now your mm-hmm. house looks terrible. Yeah. And, and now throw spender saver into this equation. Oh, right. yeah. You're walking yes. through there. You see the perfect world. Afton, I'm you. Spender. I, I'm the spender. I'm the spender. That's what it's there for. <laughs> the spender. Jesus may come back tomorrow. Let's live like that Absolutely. today. I'll walk through and I'll... We'll and really I, be kicking ourselves if he comes back and we don't have that Ikea <laughs> kitchen. I mean, I see it and I really do go, my life would feel better. Yep. In that room. I'd have less stress. Yeah. And it's so cheap, right? Relatively yes. speaking, I can have all of this. So, yes. but you throw the dynamic, couples going in. So, why IKEA? Why mm-hmm. is it such an issue? Okay. Mm-hmm. We've walked through the door. We're in this place that we're a little bit trapped in, right? It's options galore. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a long time. Like, there's several different fights. There's the, there's the, we have different opinions mm-hmm. on what looks good and what doesn't. There's the distractions galore. You go in there for a table and all of a sudden you go, wow, we need the whole like mini apartment version, even mm-hmm. though we live in a normal size house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's <laughs> getting lost, literally. People get, it's so huge. It gets lost. Mm-hmm. It's really confusing to get to a bathroom, sort of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you see all the triggers about the kids things mm-hmm. and couples start talking about that and how that functions. One article talked about that you spend much more time in there. So if you've come in there and you're a little bit hungry, then even there's blood sugar issues, if you can believe it. Uh, and then there's that one, hey, a lot of times we're gonna go on Saturday and someone got drugged there. Mm-hmm. I'll use a stereotype, you know, guy says, I wanna watch the football game today. And she says, great, it won't take us but a little bit of time. Now I'm in here and I'm trapped in this place. Are you kidding me? I'm in perfect house land and I wanna be watching yeah, the Bulldogs. It's, it's an event, you know, to what you said, yes. said at the very beginning a of the podcast event. is that IKEAs are primarily in larger cities and larger, you know, metro areas, which is why I was trying to be a little bit more relatable to someone who might not be listening in one of those cities with the shopping, you know, more general shopping. But yes. IKEAs are in these bigger cities, which means, hey, sometimes you have to travel 30, 45 minutes just to get there. Mm-hmm. It's not Target, who, which is thing. 10 minutes down the street. It's a whole know? Disneyland experience. So, yeah. Yeah. so you can imagine if you're not a big shopper anyway... But your spouse, I want to spend time. And they love to shop. Why mm-hmm. would you not love to shop with me? Mm-hmm. Why, you know, this is, and we can dream and we can talk and all those different things. And yeah. so I'm the person that likes to look and see all this stuff. Uh-huh. Nancy's like, I want to go in, get in, get out. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a and total like, lot. don't spend more than we came here to spend. No, and don't keep pointing at stuff. Quit going over <laughs> in there. No, we don't need to remodel the playroom. <laughs> we need a pencil. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the, these are some of the, you know, when you're talking about furniture and, you know, beds and all that kind of stuff, these are some of the bigger purchases you make, you know, as opposed to, you know, other than like cars and that kind of a thing, these aren't, you know, $20, $50 purchases, you know, except the $1, you know, what, frother? Milk, milk frother, yeah. Frother? Mm-hmm. Frother? Frother, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> do, you um, do you and Terry shop at Ikea? How's uh, that going for we you? Have, we have in the past... Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, we've gone a couple of times. Primarily, though, at this point, we've learned, like, hey, you know what? Terry's going to go down to Ikea, look at a couple things. Great. And that's almost, in a way, her time now. We've kind of decided, like, that's, yeah. that's it's something fun for her. And she'll go and, you know, look and buy some stuff and whatever. And if it's a larger something, then, yeah, I'll go. Or if it's a larger something, then it's like, yeah, okay, we've looked at everything beforehand. And we kind of have agreed what we're we're grabbing there or whatever, but... But you don't have to go. Right, yeah, yeah. I honestly Brilliant. kind of avoid it just because Brilliant. it's it's not good for That's me. That's offensive to me. I, w- I would make Hudson go. 
<laughs> we're best friends. Why wouldn't he want to go where I want to go? It's going to be fun. We're going to be well, together. Just I go. Come with I me. go a lot of other places. Darren likes to go. But I think that's where does he go that you would go? I am not going there, Hudson. That he would go. Oh, we're best friends. Why? I mean, you go with me. Oh, comic book stores. Little bar for Rama. He brought me to a comic book store when we were dating, and I was like, "Oh, red flag." <laughs> Have you been in a comic book store? It's no, like I can imagine nerd alert everywhere. So I'm just gonna throw a little mirror up there. So maybe IKEA for him. I don't know. He's maybe. maybe. Let's say let's pretend. Let's pre- pretend Mine's that way he more is. fun. Mine's good though, and his is bad. <laughs> one, one of them also takes about seven minutes to walk through, and the other takes about seven hours oh, to walk through. That's yeah. true because there's not one other soul in a comic book store. Yeah. Besides Hudson, they don't sell meatballs in a comic book store. <laughs> Have you brought that up? <laughs> Maybe that's a, that's a really good argument. <laughs> if they do, when they start selling meatballs, Hudson, I'll I'll be, I'll be there. there. One of the biggest fights that we ever got into was over her not wanting to go to Home Depot with me. Mm. And this was pretty three, four years in. And I was like, wow, wow, this, uh, this is a big deal. She said, why is it a big deal? We just don't have any common interests. <gasps> you know, I just feel like, you know, if we can't go in there and like dream together and talk uh, about future home and stuff. Like, I, that's scary oh, for me. Yeah. This is what the poor woman dealt with forever. I always have cared about marriage, but this first, it was so dramatic. And she was like, oh my gosh, we should. And now we go, my loving gift to her is that she never has to go to Home Depot. She hates it with her whole soul. So I'm going, and that's the way I think about with Ikea. If you've got one of you that likes it, one of you hates it, I'm with that. That that is a hundred percent true. That is that yeah. is Terry's gift to me. She's like she knows I do not like it, and so she'll be like, "Hey, I'm going down. You stay here. You do your thing. You go to work out in the yard. You go to Home Depot, and hey, we'll reconvene tonight and we'll have a great night because we won't both be going right. to IKEA together. It is okay to have separate in- interest so, and stuff like that. Going, hey, if IKEA is not your jam, then I think you made a great point to say there's this beautiful thing called the interwebs. You go on there and you have a little mm-hmm. opinion and you go, mm-hmm, I like that table better than that one. So, so Ted, one option is just you don't go to Ikea together. But that's not really as much the point of this conversation. So bring us back a little bit to Ikea. And what, what is the research that you've done uh, telling you about the dynamic and what's really going on when couples are walking through Ikea together? Well, again, it's, it's a house of triggers, you know, and you're triggered, you know, even from a you know, even from a neurological standpoint, it says the higher brain shuts down, the primitive brain takes over, and there's no organization or reason there that when people are tired and exhausted and frustrated, their brain's now against them. Their brain shuts down, the primitive brain takes over, and that's why people are arguing and they're fighting. I mean, just from a physical standpoint of, you know, it took forever to get there. I'm in here. I don't want to be in here. Now it's crowded. Now I'm in these yeah. lines. And also this whole, you've got to realize that the store is just the beginning. I mean, we're going to bring this stuff home and we're yeah. about to put something together. That's a whole different topic altogether, putting putting that stuff together. Mm-hmm. Well, And you, but, come, you, yeah. you come in with that and then now it's like, all right, you've got these other roles and most people probably don't have roles of who's going to put the furniture together. So it's a brand new experience to go, is that you or is that you? And then they give you those ridiculous instructions that are so subjective and you're, you're fighting over that. And it's like, Oh, all of a sudden do you, you know, little things like putting shelves together, bring up things like, do you trust me? You know, do you think I'm stupid? (laughs) Do you think I have no skills? Do you wish your 
old boyfriend was there doing this with you. <laughs> so there's these things that come up like, whoa, this is really, this is really, really pushing some buttons with that. Yeah. And those, those small situations, I mean, I mean, we've all experienced it. Those, those little comments like, you know, you know, do you, what, you want to come put it together? You know, that kind of stuff are the things that can lead to bigger fights. Like those mm-hmm. are the small things that is the triggers that we often don't fight about super serious stuff that, that most of our fights are triggered by those silly things, which we've done a podcast on in the past. Yeah. The putting together part has been so detrimental for so many couples. Uh, one therapist told the wall street journal, uh, that she calls the Ikea's Leotorp shelving unit, the divorce maker. In other words, oh. this thing is so frustrating for couples to put together that it leads to all this tension. It's pushing all these buttons mm-hmm. that she's like, I'm going to let people do this because it's bringing up all these it's bringing up all these things that are just happening, going on. Well, I just pulled up the Leotorp uh, shelving unit, and it, I could, I mean, it's its pretty cheap. There, there's a whole line of stuff, but yes, all of it looks terrible to put together. So just look, 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 at, look at some of this stuff here. You've got, here are the shelves. You've got, you know, TV storage stuff. Like, see, uh, and that's the thing. You're paying $150 for the shelf, but then you're going to have to pay a lot more for counseling. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Maybe. That doesn't look that difficult. I think I could do it. Okay, myself. okay. You, okay. you could do it with their crayon drawings that they provide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we did medicine cabinets. And oh, wow. Oh, wow. And because they were so cheap. And then the time it's over, you know, you spend an entire Saturday and the doors are crooked. You're just like, I don't like anything. I don't care if my kids have medicine. Right. Just, no more medicine. Put it on house. the floor. We don't even need uh, yeah. a medicine cabinet. Yeah. But it, but it does. It pushes buttons. And then I think you're in the middle of the store and you're weighing out this whole thing. Here's what I want. And also trying to balance that this is, this is what they want. And I'm trying to, you know, if you are putting something together and you're trying to, you know, you get, know that there's kind of a button that he doesn't feel like he's as handy as your dad or as handy as his own dad. Now he's mm-hmm. kind of sitting in the middle of this with all these parts in front of him going, I want to be good at this. I feel insecure about this. Or maybe it's the reverse. Like you want to, you know, you want to put things together or you feel you're better at putting things together. So it's just, there's just so many dynamics. So yeah. the, what's the life lesson? Just go ahead and, and uh, just buy furniture that you don't have to put together. <laughs> right, right. Or pay someone yeah. to put it together. Yeah, it's worth you. the money, people. It's worth the money. I don't know, though. I don't know, though. Well, I will say the last thing before we you know, move on to what do we do about this, is, as you're saying that, I'm also thinking like we're putting together these things that are fixtures in our home. Mm. And so I think sometimes it feels like between a couple, between Terry and I, when we've wrestled with some of this stuff is it feels like there's a lot at stake because if I don't win, I've got to stare at this for the next however many years. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And, and vice versa. Uh, that mm. It's like we're not arguing about, you know, or, you know, where to go to dinner. Think about is, what you just said. You said, if I don't win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it feels like. I don't right. know. And females feel that deeply, but a guy does. For, I resonate with that. This is a win or a loss right here. Right. <laughs> that's going to be staring at, at me. And it's already like not highly made things. Every, there's no wood in Ikea. <laughs> no, it's, it's all stickers. It's right. all veneer. And you're like, but if I scratch this sticker, <laughs> there's no staining it back. I'm going to have to have like some screen printing company to come and fix this. That's what I was saying. Particle board disintegrates in just a couple of months. No one has ever said, I can't wait to pass down this Ikea furniture to my grandkids. I say that all the time. (laughs) That's why no one can touch our Ikea furniture. (laughs) Don't touch it. I've got to pass it down. Uh, All right. But, 
you know, joking aside, these can bubble up and be issues. So what do we do about that? For the couple that's listening to this on the way down to Ikea right now, you know, what, what, what are our suggestions for them? What have you uh, learned, Ted, that uh, can help us? I think one of the great things about Ikea, it may bring some issues to the, to the surface yeah. a little bit to go, wow, why is this pushing my button? So like, what is this meaning to us? I mean, it's important topics that this is bringing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important insecurities that this is bringing up. Mm-hmm. So if we use it for good other than evil, we may go, wait, this is, why did that push your buttons? So, mm-hmm. and this is one of those times where, and it's really difficult when you're making purchases to become not selfish. Like it's really, especially if you're a visual person or you're into your house and you want it to mm-hmm. be nice, it's really, really difficult to say, I'm going to put your needs ahead of my own, even though I know, quote unquote, the way I like something and see something doesn't feel subjective. It feels like I like it like this. Mm-hmm. And I like that 100% better than I like that. Yeah. But she likes it 100% more than I do. And so you're in those kind of moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that there's actually opportunity there to be unselfish, which is yeah. really, really difficult in these particular situations. So I think you start thinking through that, like, how could I choose this to be unselfish, you know, is it going to be like a trophy to my uh, nobility that I look at these shelves that we should have got ash instead of walnut? Well, and I kind of like how you were presenting even what you were talking about just before that is saying like uh, being curious about why these things have come to light instead of like automatically being defensive or a win-loss situation, it being kind of more like, what, like being curious about your own feelings and yeah. being curious about your spouse's feelings mm-hmm. to say like, why, why is this such a big deal for you to have those kinds of baskets? Like what about those? Why is this, why is that such a big deal to you? Or, you know, being, mm-hmm. but being curious about it in a not jerky kind of way. Yeah. It's like, why do you want the eight foot table instead of the six? Like right. what, what are you hoping, what are you hoping happens? Yeah. And like, let's you know? just be curious about like, well, what are your expectations and what are mine and approach it with just a, a, a gracious, a more gracious kind of perspective mm-hmm. than no, I want the six. You want the eight. We're never going to use what you want. We're always going to use what I want mm-hmm. to do what I want kind of mm-hmm. mentality, which admittedly, is usually my mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So it, it's be curious about what buttons it's pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's you know we all, if you're looking for opportunities to show unconditional love, IKEA is the place to do it. Yeah, like it for a lot of people are those kind of the shopping things because that's mm-hmm. that's tough because I'm kind of visual too and like I have probably more opinions about our home than I should. So we both uh-huh. you know and so th- those times have been you know. Those times have been hard. But yeah. look how great IKEA is basically marriage counseling in a store because you get to go to IKEA, go Love through it. some experiences together, notice in your spouse some things that you maybe didn't notice before and some opinions they have that you're curious about. You get in the car and you're able to kind of like test the waters a little bit in conversation. You get home, now you've got five hours of uninterrupted building of furniture where you See, can do something with your hands and continue the conversation about the your whatever. Here's the thing though, Afton, like that's great, but you said that's like, it's like marriage counseling. 
but typically marriage counseling has a counselor and I think that's what's <laughs> missing. Ikea is the counselor. Oh, okay. Ikea is okay. guiding it. Okay. okay. So, Just trust Ikea and let it do its job. Okay. So what you're saying is, is we get the world's most frustrating piece of furniture. <laughs> right. It causes all these fights and at the end we have scratched up veneered furniture <laughs> right. that we have to look at every day. Win, no, win, win. We all I, win. Yeah, I think the thing we're saying here and what all the counselors are saying this whole thing is this is bigger than, hey, we're going to Ikea and we want a fake plant, right? Bigger right. than Ikea. I don't know if that's possible. I know. It's pretty <laughs> monumental, isn't it? Um. It's pretty great. It represents all the Americans' <laughs> hopes and dreams in a Swedish way. Right. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, I, But I think it's this thing is what we want people to hear is whether they'll ever go to Ikea or not is it, it's deeper things that these life, these things, these everyday things, these everyday life things – they can trigger us. And a lot of times yeah. we're fighting about things that feel really uh, silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually don't tell our friend about it because when we explain the fight, it feels stupid that we fought over how you fold the towels. Mm-hmm. But Ikea is full of triggers. Our lives are full of triggers. It's just Ikea has put them in all in <laughs> right. one convenient They've location near them you. in a path yeah. for right. you to encounter. So I think the bigger thing that we want people to wrestle with here, including us, is what triggers you be curious about that. What triggers your spouse? Be uh, be curious about that. And if we can be brave enough and not be frustrated by that, mm-hmm. uh, and even grace filled towards ourselves to say, "Wow, what button is this pushing right now? Is it a financial thing? Is you know, is there some kind of wound there? Is it a? I don't think she thinks I'm adequate, or I don't think he respects my opinion. Like, be curious to those things. And when yeah. we watch our spouse get triggered, especially. What we tend to do when they overreact, when the reaction doesn't match the situation, mm-hmm. we tend to get really defensive because we're yeah. like we finally know we are hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. are totally overreacting. But if we can be curious to go, wow, what button is that pushing with you? And don't ask it then because they're triggered. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, later. <laughs> right. You know, that's not the time. I can promise you. Yeah. Right. Why are you so frustrated right now? Mm-hmm. That's not going to go down yeah. well. But when there's a, a moment that you can just say, hey. What what buttons did that push? Because I certainly don't want to push those. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and if you kind of missed that there, the one simple thing for this week that that Ted was unpacking there is pay attention to what triggers you and your spouse. Now, Afton, obviously, we were talking a whole lot about IKEA in this episode, and obviously, right? as I've shown in this episode, I'm an IKEA expert. Right. So. There are, but there are pretty obvious ways to to alleviate shopping discrepancies between you and your spouse. I mean, IKEA has a wonderful app since we're sponsored by the IKEA app, right, right, where you can shop right, online, right. make decisions before you get there, determine a budget before you get there, go by yourself as CJ <laughs> lets his wife do. There are obvious examples of how to kind of alleviate shopping stresses, but I think we really wanted to make the one simple thing something a lot more broader than just shopping or a lot and, more broader than IKEA. Deeper than, than just mm-hmm. yeah, make a budget. Because you, know. you probably, most of you probably are not going to IKEA this week. And so we thought it yeah. would be a lot better to make our one simple thing, pay attention to what triggers you and your spouse. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, I think both of these worlds are colliding. Like, yes, we yeah. want to be very specific. We want to make your IKEA shopping experience better because <laughs> right. we all want to save that money. Yeah. Uh, I think what you and Terry have done, I don't know how intentional it was, but it's landed in a good place, is that you've went... Oh, it's intentional. <laughs> it's intentional. So you, well, you've gotten this very intentional plan to say, hey, IKEA's not a great thing for us. She yep. loves it. I don't. So we're handling, we paid attention to that trigger. I stay back. 
She gets yeah. to stay as long as she wants. That works. And again, we always talk about how do you become your best us? How do you have your marriage is not like anybody else's. Right. But I think like you're going, just avoid the triggers. I mean, like yeah. if that's not a great place, and don't the, go. The point of, you know, for us is not, hey, let's avoid tough conversations, but no. it's like, hey, let's let's avoid just putting ourselves setting ourselves up to fail here. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's go out to dinner tonight and have a great night and talk about, you know, what we're doing with the house and IKEA and all that kind of Perfect. stuff. But you know what? We just know that, hey, you know what? This is just a stressful environment for me personally. You love it. This means that, hey, we're taking the stress, the strain out of the situation. We say make it real fun, simple. How simple is that? It doesn't right. go well when we go together, <laughs> then don't go together. Perfect. Right, right. She likes it. I don't. Well, she goes, I don't. So right. it's it's those moments. And I will talk to couples and they want to make things so complicated. You're like, oh, that's not a good place for you guys to go together. Great. Do don't something go. else. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like it's the only thing, right? It's right. like... I still want Hudson to go with me. Does Hudson like to go? No. No. But I still want him to go with me. Well, but see, that's the thing is Terry and I have this thing where we're like, hey, is this a one on your scale or is this 10 on your scale? And like me going to Ikea with Terry is a one. It's not important. Uh-huh. But maybe for you, it's an eight that yeah. Hudson goes yeah. with Fair Hudson goes with you. Yeah. So it's, a, you know, he, he makes that sacrifice. He does. He makes a lot of sacrifices. Mm. You yeah. promise you'll stop by the comic book store right. on because that's probably. Oh. Hey Hudson, if if the comic book store, I know you're listening. If it's a ten, just say after and it's a ten, and yeah. then she has to go. Well, we just keep a scorecard, and if he goes to IKEA with me once, then I go to a comic book store with him once. So perfect. Okay. <laughs> Look, real fun, you simple. Keeping right a scorecard is our real fun, simple thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> because marriage is a competition. <laughs> yes, one for one. And uh, yeah, we'll wrap up with that. Right? I love it. Perfect. <laughs> it's great. It's all about what you can get out of that's your exactly marriage. Right. All right. And that's why you come back here week after week uh, for great insights like this that Ted can then undo in the next episode. So stay tuned for that. But seriously, this has been a great conversation. Thank you both for uh, being transparent about your IKEA experiences. You're welcome, I think, CJ. I think I'm just going to say, I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us. And thank you for listening to the Married People podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe subscribe and leave us a review. Your review will help us reach more people with this podcast. And if you want more marriage resources, be sure to check out our website at marriedpeople.org. Until next time, I'm CJ. I'm Afton. I'm Ted. And thank you for listening.